Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy push-up bra, in on-trend hues like green and citron and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. I am Yamla, your host, your guide, a teacher for some and a soft place to fall for others. And I was a miserable failure in my relationships until I loved myself enough to be able to share my love with other people. Welcome to The R-Spot, a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. I had a beautiful crystal bottle trimmed in gold with a lovely ornate cap on it. And if I did, I would speak into that bottle. You can have what you want. And I would sell it. I'd sell it on eBay. I'd sell it on Etsy for five cents. (laughs) I wouldn't even charge a lot for it. But the beauty of it this crystal bottle trimmed in gold with the ornate cap, filled with the statement, the belief, the declaration, the affirmation, you can have what you want. I want to just make it available. And hopefully it will help people believe it. You can have what you want. You don't have to accommodate crazy. You don't have to tolerate bad behavior. You don't have to eliminate your values. You can have what you want. And so very often when we make a choice that takes a left turn, we think we've done something wrong from which we will never recover. And we accept, accommodate, and tolerate crazy. You can have what you want. And it doesn't matter how many bad choices you make. You can have what you want. My guest today thinks this is about children. And it's really not. It's really about believing that you can have what you want. And if you don't believe you can have what you want, the way you will set yourself up to fall flat on your face. Good morning, beloved. Welcome to the R Spot. And what is the challenge, issue, question that you have that we can dig into today? So my biggest problem is negative thinking, more like for the past and for the future. So like the past 
definitely gets in my way currently, you know, which makes me fearful for the future as it pertains to my relationship. Is there a particular area of the relationship? Is there a particular issue in the relationship that negative thinking is impacting? Yeah. So um, he he has a son. I, I don't have any children. And so right away, it's like, okay. And so just seeing how as of, as of late, it just doesn't feel like, it just makes me wonder if he'll be able to, like, not necessarily provide, but also be able to contribute to our relationship, um, like, in starting, like, a life with me. Me and his son have a really, really, really good relationship. We talk more than him and his dad talk, but it just worries me, like, how that transition will be when I'm I've always been by myself and always on the go by myself. And now it's like I don't want to be just like a stepmom. And now my life is family and I can't live the life that I've been living or traveling and being very carefree. Well, not necessarily carefree, but just more free with my life than he's able to be. So that's what worries me about the future. And then it just becomes a spiral of, well, if you had done this in the past, you know, so then I just began to get very hard on him about the choices he made. How old is your relationship? Um, Since last June, 2021. So a year and a couple, a year and about four months. So you are in a one year relationship with a man who has a seven year old son? Yes. Let me acknowledge him for being in his son's life. Let me just acknowledge that. I don't know if you acknowledge it, but I just want to acknowledge that. And I'm assuming that he sees his son, what, on the weekends regularly? Does he live with you all? What is, what is the situation? So we both moved to Detroit. He moved last year last May from North Carolina so his son is in North Carolina my partner and I don't live together we live just in the same like surrounding city so he's come his son has came to visit twice but I'm usually there watching him because his dad works at night so you are in a one-year-old relationship with a man who has a seven-year-old son who lives in another state and in that year you've seen this boy this child, two, three times, maybe? Yeah, three times. His son had said, you know, I had taken him to the pool, and I said, you know, and I was like, all right, you need to go take a shower. He doesn't know how to read, so I'm like, this is a, this is a shampoo, this is a conditioner. And he was like, you're acting like a B-I-C-H. He didn't spell it right, you know, he's seven. But I told him, my partner, and he did nothing. So, you know, it's like I really rather not even deal with kids, but I'm embracing what you come with, but you can at least be a partner and put a, be more assertive with him and stick up for me at the same time. Okay. And what did you say in this good relationship with the son when he said that to you? What did you say to him? At the time, I was like, I'm more observing how my partner is going to take on this situation. 
But when his son when his son said it, I was just like, okay, just go ahead and get in the shower, you know, because I'm we're already about to go home. My, my mom is visiting, you know, from LA, so we went to her hotel to swim there. So I'm like, we're already about to leave and go back to your dad's house, and you know, we can take care of it then. And so I told him about it. He didn't do anything. So to answer your question, I did not necessarily say much, but all right, we're leaving, you know, because I purposely did not have kids so I could discipline them. Well, the question that I asked was, what did you say to uh, you as an adult woman, fully in control of all of your faculties? Mm -hmm. What did you say to a child when he called you out of your name? I, I made sure he, he meant the actual word, and that's honestly, like, all I remember me saying. I was in the supermarket uh, with my great-grandson, and he met up with another little boy in the supermarket. And the little boy and him kind of, I don't know, interacted with one another. And my grandson, who's very friendly, said to him, are you going to be my friend? And the little boy said, fool, I don't know you. And as an adult, in full control of my faculties, I said to the child, beloved, it's, you don't get to call people you don't know a fool. At which point his mother came over, another adult, in full control of her faculties. And she said, what did he say? I said, no, no, wait a minute. I said, you, you don't know this person. He's a stranger to you, but he's also your brother. And so it's not kind or loving or respectful to you or him to call him a fool. And the mother said, like, what did he call? Who did he call? Her? I said, it's okay, ma. It's okay. I said, now, Tell me what you heard me say. He said, I shouldn't say fool. I said, well, you may say it, but you shouldn't say it to strangers because that makes you seem mean and disrespectful. And you don't want to seem mean and disrespectful, do you? And he said, no. I said, okay. So I said to my great grandson, so what do you want to say to him? And he said, I forgive you. Mm -hmm. And the little boy said, thank you. The little boy said, thank you. And I said to his mother, it's okay, just guy stuff going on, you know. Right. And I went on and got my, my milk and my everything. So I just am not getting why in that moment you didn't correct the child with the understanding that I'm new in this child's life. Um, if we're going to have this ongoing relationship, I need to establish boundaries with him right now. But I'm hearing you say you didn't as an adult. I don't care if it was your boyfriend's child, the neighbor's child, a strange child in the supermarket. That as an adult, you didn't correct the child and create a boundary with him. But instead, told your partner and then have issue with the way he handled it. That goes way beyond negative thinking. <laughs> yeah. I So the month prior was the first time I met him in North Carolina. And I had already seen his behavior. And so at this point, I'm like, okay, you guys let him do whatever over the smallest thing, like not getting Dr. Pepper. 
and he's not he's at least grateful that he just got like everything he wanted, you know, but he's like but he's the back there throwing a tantrum and being extremely rude towards you because he didn't get that. So I guess at the time I'm like, I'm observing, okay, how do you raise your like your son? Yeah, but you don't have children and he's a weekend dad. You don't have children except for this child that's in your life. And he is a weekend dad. And one of the major issues that comes up in very many relationships are the different parenting styles. Mother may have one, father may have the other. You know, you may have a drill sergeant dad and a make the child happy mom, or you have a drill sergeant mom and I'm your friend dad. So that's a common issue. What I'm hearing that I really want to support you in, it's not about negative thinking. It's about judgments. And the fact that you would do it one way and he's doing it another way. And you have judgments about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Have you and your partner had a conversation about how he wants you to interact with his son when he comes? He never put expectations on me on how we should interact. Have you and him had a conversation about your different parenting styles? And it doesn't have to be a judgment or an accusation. It could be, I see that you're really permissive with your son. And perhaps that's because he comes, you know, so irregularly or you see him so sparsely. Right. I have a different parenting style and I just want to share that with you. So that when you see it, it won't be a shock to you. Have you had that conversation with him? No. Mm-hmm. Oh, that might be helpful. <laughs> but I'm also hearing the fact that you have a concern or a fear or even a judgment that should you and your partner become permanent in your relationship or committed or married or whatever you want to call it. I don't want to use the wrong language. You're concerned about how his resources and his time and his energy will be split between you and his son. Would that be accurate? Yes. Mm-hmm. Then we'll talk about that when we come back. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim, cover ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made to be seen, very sexy push up bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. 
Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome back to the R Spot. Let's get back to the conversation. What are you telling yourself about how you see, sense, feel, think, worry, or afraid <laughs> that your partner will split his time and his resources between you and his son? So you like you hit it right on the head. You said that you know because he comes not so often there's certain ways, like there's certain things that he just doesn't do. And I wholeheartedly understood that, right? Out of guilt, out of saying, hey, like I'm leaving to find a new job and all this other stuff that he does not, you know, do certain things. And so seeing that like he will allow his son just to talk to me type of way, do whatever. But you have a lot of judgments about what you've seen. I do. I Okay, well, that's your stuff. That's not his stuff. I have a hard time not making it his stuff. Well, that's a problem. <laughs> that's a problem, particularly because you don't have children of your own. You know, and it's usually the other way around. Usually the, the woman has children and she's bringing them into the relationship with a man who may not have children. But be that neither here nor there. Here's what I'm hearing for you. You make it about past and future. Mm -hmm. It's about right now. And I could be very wrong. I could be wrong. Please forgive me if I am. I'm hearing in here that you don't want children. Would that be accurate? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you marry this man, am I to understand that you and he are not going to have children? Yes. Yeah. That's the conversation we've had early. <laughs> okay. So I just find it so interesting that a woman who doesn't want children is in partnership with a man who has a child. And you don't want children for a reason. So it doesn't matter whether you birth them or whether they're present. If you don't want children, this is going to be a problem, beloved. This is going to be a problem. Past thinking, future thinking, present, right now thinking. It is going to be a problem because I'm hearing, and again, I could be wrong. Please forgive me if I am. I'm hearing you want undivided, full attention from your partner. No, I can't say undivided attention because I love when he's away. It's a part. I, I just like, I just want to know, like, I, I 
enjoy being alone. <laughs> so I just want to know that the, the places where he is not assertive when it comes to, in my eyes, parenting, behavior, parenting, certain things that he does and how that will affect the the future. Because it's like the older they get, it's going to be harder to say, oh, well, now I'm trying to change this because I didn't do it here, you know? And so I'm like, well, how will that, I, I just want to make sure I'm coming home to some, like to a peaceful house, you know? Like that's not going to happen because you don't want kids. So you're always going to find something wrong. Mm. You don't want children. And yet you're looking to marry a man who has a child. So you, with your judgments and with the way that there's a piece here that you are not speaking. I don't know what it is. I, I don't, I don't know. And I'm not going to assume or guess, but I'm, I sure hit the nail on the head when I said you don't want children. Deeper than that, I sense, see, that perhaps you don't believe that you can have what you want, which is a peaceful, loving, committed relationship between you and a man. Yeah. You've attracted a man who has children, which is set up you having to accept and deal with what you don't want. <laughs> And you're making it about his parent style. And it's not about that at all. It's about you not being clear that you can have what you want. Doesn't mean you don't love this man. But you have set it up so that you do not get what you want. In my mind, it's like the older I get, as a black woman, finding a man who like does the things he does, he does do for me. And how he's there for me, like finding that and them not having a kid is like the chances are very slim to none. That's what you tell yourself. So that's exactly what you'll experience because the position you take on any subject determines how you see the subject. Your position is I can't have what I want and then be clear about what you want. Because the truth is, if you want it, it has to exist. It has to. But if you don't believe you can have it, oh, well, you won't get it. So you'll take what you have and try to make it work. But unless you change your position about it, it's not going to. And again, that doesn't mean that you don't love this child doesn't mean you don't love this man. But that thing about settling for it, because this is what has shown up, you might want to work on that. So should I not stay in this relationship? That's up to you. <laughs> That's up to you. Beloved, hear me. You are not telling yourself the truth. You do not want to be in a relationship with a man who has children. You don't. But this man, that has come into your life as a child. So there's a conflict there. And then there's a fear. If I let him go, am I going to be able to find another man who don't have kids? But that's not the crux of this matter. You are attached to a man who is giving you what you don't want. Children. You don't want the responsibility of them. You don't want to share the time and space and resources with them. 
And a part of you knows that if this man is in relationship with his son that lives many states away, that somehow or another, that's going to impact you. And you don't want that. Mm -hmm. So you have to reconcile that within yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want to deal with responsibility. I don't want to deal with, like, having to share resources in the same house when I'm working, you know, and now we're going to a child who has, like, sometimes is very bratty and can have, like, the worst attitude, (laughs) you know? But I, like, am deeply in love with his father, and I love him, his son, a lot. Shift your position or get out. And the other thing I would say to you is get clear about what you want. And if you don't want children, if you don't want to share the responsibility of raising a child, if you don't want to share your time, resources, and energies, and if you have any concerns, judgments, hesitations, when he offers you the engagement ring, don't accept it until you're clear that this is something you want to do, this is something you can do, this is something you're willing to do, this is something you're ready to do. Don't accept the ring. Don't. Because you're setting yourself up, you're setting the child up, and you're eventually going to beat your partner up about it. Because I can hear it coming out your mouth. He ain't my son. That's your son. I did try therapy. And I can admit I'm honestly not the best at even showing up for me. You know, like it was shown when I didn't really say much about you know, I really didn't say much to his son in the, like during that situation. I'm not the best at showing up for me, but I am good at showing up for other people. So do some work around that. If you if you still have a counselor or therapist, do some work about owning your desires, what it is you say you want, and being able to stand up for it, stand up in it, believing, you know, that you can have what you want. And if you choose to stay, then I would just say, create clear boundaries for yourself. That's how you show up for yourself. And don't expect your partner to do for you what you won't do for yourself. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. No worries. It's, it feels, I, I, I feel your suffering. I feel it. So... Outside support may be helpful for you. Our job gives us 25 free sessions a year with with certified therapists and life coaches. I just, every time I've used it, it's been about the relationship and that less about me. Well, take a new position. Take a new position. You got an endless supply of do-overs. Okay. Okay. Thank you, beloved. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. So very often we say we want something and then we set ourselves up so nice and proper that we can't have what we want. And then something shows up that is not what we want. And we will twist ourselves into a pretzel to make it work, knowing it's not what we want. So when that happens, It's very, very important 
to tell the truth about what you want, tell the truth about what you're doing, and get clear <laughs> about which direction you're going to choose, going for what you want or accommodating what you have from a new position. It doesn't matter how far left the road goes. You can have what you want. And I want my next caller to really get that. We'll talk to her when we come back. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection, in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. And now, in this season's must-have shades and patterns, add the finishing touch with the limited-edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriasecret.com. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of our favorite Netflix series, Bridgerton. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? And meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. And I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd. Welcome back to the R Spot. One of the most challenging things I've ever faced as a mother is recognizing that while I want to be a responsible parent, that I have an obligation to safeguard my children and give them the best of who I am, it doesn't mean that I have to eliminate my human needs and desires. And I think many mothers struggle with that. And we try to put the needs of our children ahead of our own. Coupled with the belief that many women hold, which is that we can't have what we want. And particularly when we become mothers, that our needs sit on the back burner. My next caller is facing that very issue. Take a listen. Hello, greetings, beloved. Welcome to the R Spot. Thank you for calling in today. And what is your challenge, issue, dilemma that we can sink our teeth into? I've been uh, separated for almost five years. Um, I stayed too long in a relationship that produced three wonderful children. 
But uh, my husband was an alcoholic and emotionally, psychologically, and sometimes a a small bit physically abusive. Um, The straw that broke the camel's back was a attempted sexual assault on our, um, at the time, nine-year-old daughter. That created a big thing with police, uh, child services, and I honestly just didn't think it would get get that far and be that horrid. (laughs) I'll be honest and say it was probably the worst time in my life. Um, Breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. Don't try to talk. I'm not going anywhere. Um, I was incredibly embarrassed, incredibly ashamed. Yeah. And I wound up kind of leaving right away and went and stayed with my family. Over the last uh, four and a half years, I've worked to get my daughter's health right, to get my get us back on our feet. And he's cultivated a wonderful, very intense, close relationship with our son, who's 11. Um, my daughter, who's now 14, tolerates him. That means he'll say hello, she'll say goodbye, but she does not want any close relationship to him at all anymore. Um, I have an issue because he is uh, wanting to reconcile badly, wants to try to repair, but no, I don't trust him, but I feel like um, this is my second marriage. If I don't allow some kind of um, something, then I'll be letting everyone down. My son comes and talks to me often. Mom, why aren't you trying to work it out with Dad? You know, um, he tries to say things when when him and my daughter have, you know, conversations every now and again. You know, I really could. I'm trying to do better with you, but your mom won't let me. You know, it won't try to get us all back together as a family. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop right there. <laughs> I want you to go to the nearest mirror and slap the first person that shows up in that mirror. That would say to you that you have to consider being back in a relationship with a person who has a substance abuse issue that has been physically verbally, psychologically, emotionally abusive and attempted to sexually abuse your daughter. And somebody would say to you, you have to consider anybody else's feelings. Please, please (laughs) slap them. The issue is that um, the issue is somebody (laughs) need to be slapped. That's the issue. (laughs) I am, I feel so stuck in the middle and I no longer want to be stuck. Well, then make a decision. Make a decision right here, right now. I'm done. I know I'm done. Done. So there is no more conversation. There's no more conversation. But as long as you even have a question about it in your consciousness, it will continue to come up. Shut it down. Not going to happen ever. Maybe on the fifth of Neverwary. Are are you available on that day? Are you available on the fifth of Neverwary? That's the day I will consider being back in intimate, loving, live with you relationship on the fifth of Neverwary. Can can you show up on that day, please? Yeah, because you think you're in the middle, you will even consider entertaining it. 
And when he starts that, shut it down. No, 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 no. Listen, beloved, your father's a beautiful soul, a blessed child of God. But there is no way that we are ever going to be back together. Doesn't mean we can't be a family. This is our new normal. He's over there. We're over here. So the work is with me now. Uh, yeah. Because I know in my soul of souls that I don't want to be back. But this is second failed marriage. That's not the way you frame this. I am not choosing because choice is your power. Girl, you done got me heated up over here. (laughs) (laughs) I am not choosing to be back. But now I have to gut out all of the stuff, my stuff, which is second failed marriage. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Let's go back to the mirror. Let's go back to the mirror. There's a slapping. There's a slapping. (laughs) There is a slapping required here. It's not a failed marriage. You made the wrong choice. Oops, that didn't work. Let me try again. It's not a failed marriage. What is a failed marriage? What does that mean? That means that somehow you're wrong or you guilty or whatever. Maybe you want to look at why you chose that in the first place. Maybe your choices are, are, are where you need to investigate, but you've made a wrong choice. Oops, that didn't work. Can you say that? Let me hear you say that. That I'll, I'll take that instead of a slap. Oops, ooh, that didn't work. <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Oops, that didn't work. Yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah, oh my Lord. Mm, let me get up out of this quick. Yeah, I bought this fabulous pair of shoes uh, uh, last month. They were sexy. They were on sale. I bought them shoes. Yep. And then I was going out and I put them shoes on my feet and I said, oops, (laughs) what was I thinking? (laughs) Well, I can't go nowhere in these shoes. I can't even walk out the closet in them. Oh, my Lord. And I threw the receipt away and everything. Mm -mm. I took them right to the, the donation box and put them right in there. Brand new, ain't never worn. What was I thinking? It cost me a little bit. Can you hear me? It cost me a little bit, but I am not going to torture myself because I bought these fabulous shoes that made my legs look sexy on sale. Take your behind right over there to the donation box. (laughs) Can you hear me? Lighten this thing up a little bit. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And when he starts that, when he says that to your daughter, say, Wait a minute. Let me step in here. Let me just say this. I want to say this to you, beloved. The 5th of Neverwary. That's when we're going to get back together. The 5th of Neverwary. And to your daughter, say, your father's a beautiful soul, loving the death. I want you all to have a wonderful relationship, but I will not be in relationship with your father the way we used to be. We've got a new normal now. He's over there. I'm over here. Shut it down. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the deceptive intelligence in you will continue to make you wrong. And what if, what if, what if you never get married again? Have play dates. Find you some nice, sweet little thing that you can take to the Red Roof Inn and then go home. (laughs) What the hell? Now, here's the, okay, now here's the second Here's the other side of this. I'm working through my stuff, right? I'm working through my stuff. He's going to he's going to further distance himself from the children by his choice, not yours. His choice, not yours. His choice, not yours. Did I mention that's his choice, not yours? Did I mention that? 
His choice, not yours. Yeah. That's called emotional blackmail. Okay. So you're not doing what he's wants you to do. So he's going to threaten to harm your children. He's their father. Yeah. And he said he'll move. He'll move to leave the state or leave the country. Can you help him get the truck? Can you help him? So here I am. Here I am with these three kids. And I'll be 100% doing it on my own, which at, I'm at about 75%, 80% right now anyway. And so that's the part that I'm cleaning up right now. I'm cleaning up where I'll be. It's called court, family court. It's called child support. Listen, I know I'm being hard on this, brother, but if I heard you correctly, I heard you say that this man who sired a child with you in a drunken stupor Mm -hmm. or a fit of insanity tried to sexually assault her? Is that, did I hear you say that? You heard me correctly. He does not get any benefit of the doubt. Love you, mean it, forgive you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I know I'm being hard on him. Yeah, I'm, I, that's why I left. I felt like we left in the middle of the night the way we left up out of there. I left in the middle of the night with three bags and three kids. I left with three bags and three kids. Okay, why? Because when he, at six foot four, 260 pounds, picked up a bed slat, ready to hit me in my head. And the Holy Spirit said to me, leave, leave now, or he's going to kill you. Oh, my God. Okay. That's when I left. Mm -hmm. At 2.30 in the morning with three children and three bags of clothes. Okay. And I never went back, ever. Didn't go back. You know, because you can beat me, you can cheat on me, you can't kill me. Mm -hmm. I don't give you permission to kill me. Okay. Back then... I had said, okay, I'm just going to get beaten. Back then, I said, okay, he's just going to cheat. But when you start talking, killing people, uh uh-uh, no, mm -mm, I'm out. (laughs) That was the straw. Yeah, that was the straw. Mm -hmm. And if sexual violation of his own child is not the straw for you, go to the mirror. (laughs) No, it was the straw. It's still the straw. I'm just dealing with the, I don't want to be back with this fool, but I, um, you know, his with the son and I just I, I you know I guess we'll have to deal with whatever comes next if if it means he's not going to be in their lives then so be it I, I just, he's blackmailing you yeah yeah how do you deal with a blackmailer you call the police yeah let me just say this to you beloved you can have what you want you can have a man that accepts you loves you respects you and values, treasures, and love your children. You can have that. As soon as you believe it is possible, you can have that. Because you can get you some shoes that fit your feet and whip it on him, and he'll be right there. Okay? I want you to repeat this with me. I pledge allegiance to myself. Say that. I pledge allegiance to myself. That I will never accommodate or tolerate or accept a man in my life who does not honor the glory that I am. And I will not entertain a man who poses a threat to my daughters. To my daughters, yeah. That's your pledge of allegiance. You start there. hmm And stop talking to men. Don't listen to their conversations. <laughs> they talk out their neck. <laughs> 
know, I say every woman has a queen and she has a a princess and she has a a wife and she has a mother inside of us. Every woman, there's a queen in there. Mm-hmm. There's a, a mother in there. There's a wife in there. There's a mistress in there. There's a hoe in there. Mm-hmm. And there's a B-I-T-C-H in there too. Mm-hmm. You need to put the B-I-T-C-H in the throne right now. Until you get the, until you get the mother and the woman and the queen in order. Okay. <laughs> put her in the throne. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm so glad we talked. This has been very helpful and clarifying. Yes, I am too. Okay. Tell me something you know now that you didn't know when you called me. I always knew the answer. Um, I need to put some things in perspective and um, be okay. And um, I know give myself a little bit more grace. Yeah. 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 And put the bitch in the throne. Put her in the throne. Put the bitch in the throne. (laughs) Okay. Because she she will slap somebody. (laughs) Let me know how you make out, darling. Okay. Okay. I sure will. Okay. You take good care. Thank you. Bless you. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. Life is complicated. It really, really is. Let's just put that out front. Life is complicated for us as individuals. But then when you drop children into the mix, (laughs) when you are a parent, life goes from challenging and difficult to mind boggling. Both of my guests today have issues related to children. They think the issues are really about them being clear and believing that they can have what they want. So when life throws a curveball your way and there are children involved, if you stop long enough to look at you first and get clear about what you want and how can you support, protect, and be responsible for your children in the process, you'll get to the finish line a lot quicker than if you just try to do what you think needs to be done for the children. Children are a blessing, but you, beloved, are your biggest blessing. Vote for you first. I hope this has been helpful to someone, and if you have a question about this or any other relationship issue, you can call me live at 775-307-7768. Now be sure to follow me on social media for all of the call-in times. And until then, stay in peace and not pieces. The R-Spot is a production of Shondaland Audio in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from Shondaland Audio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Summon your anticipation for an all-new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. This season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix, May 16th. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop starting May 2nd.